the 2080 Baseball Podcast this week. Travis Krenz and Evan Hendershot once again here right before the All-Star break, halfway through the season. Talk about uh, some of the surprising teams, some of the maybe more disappointing teams. We'll touch on right away here. Evan Hendershot, uh, how are you this week? Great. Uh, loving loving baseball, as Loving always. the baseball. It's ha- is, is, is it hard to believe we're halfway done with the regular season? Um... Yeah, I mean, it's been flying by. Um, teams have already had enough time almost to crash and burn. Uh, look at the Rockies and the Yankees. So um, that's definitely been enough time to... And time again to rise from the ashes and exactly. be, be, be great again. I don't see uh, either team particularly matching what they did uh, in the first half, but uh, those teams have have had enough time. There's been that much of the season that both of them have looked both amazing and terrible. Uh, still so. uh, still the best start ever for the Rockies, quickest they've ever won 50 games, despite being terrible for the past three weeks. We talked a little bit about them uh, last week, and uh, the Cubs haven't really touched on the Cubs at all uh, here this season because there hasn't been much to talk about with the Cubs because Cubs have been about as mediocre as you could get. They're only, what, three and a half back of Milwaukee, Milwaukee, a surprising team, and uh, found some interesting things on the Cubs. I believe Wade Davis is their only all-star, and probably only deserving all-star. Chris Bryant did not uh, win that final vote. He's the first reigning MVP not to be an all-star since... Oh, well, is it the last... Jimmy Rollins. <laughs> I was going to say, is it a decade? Well, Jimmy Rollins... Uh... Wasn't an all-star the year after he was MVP. Whatever I say about Jimmy Roll. (laughs) Cubs are the only World Series champion ever not to have a player in the all-star game that was on the the team last year. That is uh, weird. It's never happened. I think the reason we hadn't talked about the Cubs yet is because we probably both expected them to... um, We we didn't pick them to win the whole thing, so... That's true. Picked them to win the division, but not win the deal. I think we probably thought they would, you know, turn it around. Um, I know that's what I thought. I figured they'd they'd be better, but uh, you know I haven't even thought of them at all because they've been very boring for a reigning champion. Um, Five thirty eight had this analysis out today though that I thought was interesting. They have had the six worst uh, run differential drop off of a reigning World Series champ. Um, and a so lot far. of that is because the run differential last year was ridiculous. Like yeah, two fifty. Yeah. yeah, like if you look at the Craziness. if you look at the second worst of these, it was the nineteen thirty nine to forty Yankees, who the year before in thirty nine they were plus four thirty eight. So clearly they were, <laughs> they're going to be. Yeah, clearly they're going to plus. Be, is that enough? That's that plus four thirty eight. Yeah, that was good. I didn't see if it was a record or not, but um, wow. They were crazy good, and the next year they were eighty-eight and sixty-six, so they were still Terrible. really, really good. Terrible. But, um, but so they don't really count. The first team, Marlins. Marlins. So, I mean, you're looking at this, and it's. I mean, the it's Cubs. Tra- the Cubs are the standout of this. Like they have talent. Uh, these other teams lost talent, or had John Farrell managing their team, or had, uh, you know. There were situations. Loose players drop. I mean, you're not going to. It's very rare to uh, have another World Series type year the the year after. The so. thing is, though, the Cubs. Though, and the reason they stand out is this is a young team. This is a team that uh, replaced their biggest hole. They they brought Wade Davis in uh, when they wanted another bullpen arm. 
Um, they have a lot of young guys. They had Kyle Schwarber for a whole year who uh, got sent down and then brought back up uh, pretty quickly after. But um, this is a very interesting team and who uh, a team that really only has two consistent hitting threats uh, so far this season in uh, Rizzo and Bryant, the two you would expect. The rest of these guys have been mediocre or bad. Um, and the thing is, though, and the worrying thing for the Cubs here. Um, if you look at regression with age, uh, in the situation of, uh, Ben Zobrist, or if you look at, um, them having a lot of young players like Albert Almora or Addison Russell, you would expect some bad seasons out of some of these guys, considering small sample sizes from your better players like John Jay, who's managed only 187 plate appearances in 73 games and Ian Happ, um, they're good, but they don't play that much. So, uh, the guys who are doing well, you would expect a drop off, and the guys who are doing poorly, you would almost expect them to continue to be poor or average at best. So the Cubs have some issues here. Um, they do have the third best ERA in the National League, despite uh, John Lackey being nothing. And uh, Lester and Arietta have really been, uh, Hendricks has been hurt quite a bit, and he's. He's fallen off a little bit, but then come back, and they have Mike Montgomery pitching a little bit. So they really only have two and a half good starters right now. Yeah, but um, I mean, you noted third, third in the national. Third league. enough, good third, fielding good enough. independent pitching. They're just about right on. So there's no reason for them to be any worse or any better than than they are ERA wise, and they're already really good. So there's um, they're pitching to their talent, I think you could say, um, and. That basically, I know their starting pitching isn't great, but this is all falls on the lineup, and uh, that's a problem. They the lineup's easy to fix, you would think, considering Ian Happ and John Jay are hitting well. Ian Happ's doing well, yeah. They're in the middle of the pack for runs. They're eighth in the league in runs. So they and last year they were by far the best. No team with Anthony team. Rizzo and Chris Bryant should be that far back in runs i mean those are two of the best hitters in baseball you can't be you can't have that in the middle of your lineup and and still be so bad and this jason hayward contract is proving to be it's only two years but it's already trash it's already terrible he looks so bad i don't imagine any adjustments he can make that will um make him any better this was the big talk uh spring training he made some sort of adjustment he was playing well, hitting well, mm-hmm. and uh, that he's, he's better than last year. I mean, I wouldn't expect him to uh, be that poor until he's in his mid-30s. But uh, he's, again, he's he's a below-average hitter. His defense, uh, they always like his defense, but to give this guy nearly $200 million like they did for nearly a decade, I mean, they're going to be paying this guy uh, in excess of $20 million uh, for six years after. So uh, he does have the right to opt out following next season. <laughs> that ain't going to happen because no. nobody's paying this guy $20 million a year. The thing is, though, um, even with Jason Hayward, uh, what a what a disaster that is. They still do look like they're going to have some contract flexibility um, to sign some big names in in the near future, and that gives me hope for this team. Um, I would count them out for this year. I don't I don't see them making a, a triumphant return here unless they make. They're going to make the playoffs. So Milwaukee's four deals. and a half back. Looks like Milwaukee's not going away. Uh, I like Milwaukee to be there in the end. Don't know if they're going to make it, but. Uh, we're halfway through this deal, and uh, Milwaukee has played much better than the Cubs. Mm-hmm. And uh, Milwaukee, I think it's time for people to uh, start to recognize that uh, 
this might be their division. Yeah, and the thing about Milwaukee is they um, have never won a World Series. Been there once. Once, okay. 82 against the Cardinals. So they're they're not, um, and and particularly this team now, no one on this team now is, um, you know, playing in the the World Series anytime soon. Are you besmirching the name of Jim Nelson? I think you are. (laughs) No. uh, No, this team has more, I mean, I don't, particularly usually like these will to win type situations here but this team has more to win for than the cubs the cubs uh, they've won over their fan base for a decade um i don't see this team having the excitement there's no there's no excitement around this team anymore um and the brewers there there is they have a lot of young exciting players that uh, and still guys coming up uh, who, who are getting opportunities now um, they are completely in the middle of a rebuilding situation, and they've all of a sudden just uh, they're three years ahead of schedule, and they're right in the right in the playoff mix here. Yeah, and they um, they do have veterans um, that uh, should be able to be consistent, uh, you know, uh, consistently good players. Um, so it's not like they're they're relying only on young talent because those those types of players can can rise and fall pretty quick. Um, but okay. Travis, Travis Shaw has shown power. Uh, Ryan Braun is such a steady presence when he's healthy. Um, Travis and, Shaw would have been a guy we could have mentioned a couple weeks ago on our, you know, seven, eight, yeah. ten guys of who's this guy. He's He's been their best hitter this year, and Eric Thames mm-hmm. has really fallen off since his great start. But um, still, still on the on the season, good, good numbers. Good numbers for him. So they've got, yeah, got a lot of young guys, Orlando Arcia. And Eric uh, Sogard. Having the, fire. the year of his life. Yeah, must have been a new uh, prescription in his glasses. There you go. Stephen Vote, good pickup for him. <laughs> so far, he's Steven been Vogt's worth it. Yeah, hitting home runs from uh, Oakland. Who just said, "All right, you're done." And uh, yeah, so they've got a very good lineup, and uh, they're the Tampa Bay. Uh, I've talked about them comparing them to Tampa Bay, where they strike out a lot and they let a, uh, hit a lot of home runs and they walk a lot. So Tampa Bay and Milwaukee, pretty much uh, offensively, they're the same team. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was looking at the race today and. Uh, they do definitely have a very good lineup, um, but I I think uh, well the the Rays are a team the the Cubs could maybe try to poach some guys off uh, maybe bring Archer back into the the fold in there in Chicago in the uh, off season or what do we what do we think <laughs> they're gonna need to do something this year because I think they're I I still think their fans want them to be in the playoffs this year Cubs and, yeah and and there's a there's a there's a chance oh there's a guy across town well that's true. Um, they uh, yeah they're gonna need they're gonna need one of the big starters and they have think. the assets they have oh, the prospects yeah, sure. they have everything yeah yeah um I think they're gonna make a move it's just a matter of when at this point and they're gonna need it they're they're not gonna win this division with the team playing like it is right now and there's no reason to expect 36 year old Ben Zobris to be any better at baseball he might have. He might. He, this might be it for him. He's old. I mean, thirty-six in baseball is old, as we know. Um, so, uh, yeah. The good thing is this team obviously isn't going to win the World Series this year. I, I think that's that's clear. There are better teams than them, uh, particularly the Nationals and the Dodgers in the National League. Um, but John Jay, Arietta, Lackey, Bryant still in arbitration. So they've got they've got money. They can bring on anyone they can bring on any contract right now uh they could take on verlander right now if they wanted to i wouldn't recommend it but um so they're they're fine they could make some huge huge moves at the deadline um and that would be exciting 
You look at where things are at now. The Dodgers, uh, Dodgers and Houston, two best teams in baseball. I don't think anybody's going to argue there. Argue there. Houston and and the Dodgers well, will be the two favorites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because you considering look at, the Nationals bullpen. Because you look say. at the Nationals. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about the Nationals bullpen and um, our Expos. I mean, if they're getting in the playoffs, I don't have any confidence because they've never won a playoff series. They've been around for fifty years. They never won a playoff series. Is this going to be the year? They're going to end up playing, uh, you know, Milwaukee or Chicago, and if it's Cubs, Washington, um, I don't know. Do you know what's weird? This is just dawned on me. I, I was thinking, uh, you know, I was trying to think of some funny uh, old old expos to to mention here that they could use, and then I was trying to think, uh, you know, who do they ha- who do they have in the bullpen? And Oogie other than Urbina, other than like Chad Cordero and Urbina, yeah, I, I can't think of anyone. Uh, go way like uh, Graham Lloyd. We're going way back to the mid '90s. Go Graham Lloyd. Yeah, people know him for for being in the Yankees. John <laughs> Wetland, right? He was was he, John Wetland was with the Expos. I don't know. Maybe I the don't. Expos just became the Yankees. They they, they stole the Expos <laughs> World Series, is what they did. Well, the the thing is, like, this has never been a team with like a spectacular bullpen. Uh, you know, they've always had arms, but no, nothing like spectacular. And um, this still is their big hole. Oh, so fixable though. Anyway, I mean, Do- Dodgers well, Astros though. Yeah, just those that, are the ni- teams. that 94 season with the strike. You had people chasing 60 home runs in that. Um, some great seasons, and Tony Gwynn I think was going after 400, and the Expos were going to win like 105 games, and all of this stuff. It's uh, amazing what uh, what could have happened. I think the American League West that year was just awful. Where there may have been a team. Under 500 would have gotten into the playoffs. That so. was the year uh, Jeff Bagwell was a maniac. Yeah. He probably would have hit. He probably would have hit 60, I'd say, and uh, probably would have stole 30 bases to go along with that. What a, uh, what a 94. Bummer. What could what have a been? bummer. That was like, yeah, what a bummer. I don't know if anybody's written a book on that season yet. Just as far as here's what happened during this season. Here's what could have possibly happened. But yeah, the Expos. That was a bummer for them. Anyway, though. To, I, we got on a tangent here. The Dodgers and the Astros are the best. And, and you think, right, any changes to the National League as far as teams that are in the playoffs now taking the Cubs over Milwaukee or are the playoffs set in the... Uh, any- yeah, Cubs over Milwaukee, but that's that's it. Um, the Rockies are on thin ice, though. I think it's going to be close. Rockies are coming back to the pack, and I think they're going to make things interesting. Uh, if it, you know, the Cubs or Brewers... Uh, I think Brewers are only three back of the wild card, even though they do lead the division. And I think the Cubs are only six and a half back. The Braves are that second team out. I'm, I'm, I'm. Don't count out the Cardinals. They yeah. have three good arms in the rotation. Um, four, arguably. Walk is kind of only 3.3 walks per nine, which is good for him. Um, I just don't up, see them okay. being better than those other two teams. Milwaukee you don't see or them being better than Milwaukee? Not right now, no. I think they have better pitchers, starters than Milwaukee, so um, I think they could do it. But I mean, and they have proven they're they're able to make moves uh, that they sh- probably shouldn't be able to make uh, the Cardinals. So I would say they're still in it. Um, but the Rockies, they are on the thinnest of ice right now, and they are playing so so poorly. Um, but they're still way over five hundred, so. There's that. If they can be 500 the rest of the way, they're in good shape. Oh, yeah, for sure. If uh, if they're going to be under 500 here the rest of the way, they're going to play with fire. Oh, yeah, it'll be close. Um, but this is a this is a team that I don't expect to make any serious moves, and I would expect to be um, 
just get their clocks cleaned in the playoffs if they make it. If they pass a wild card game, they're getting swept probably. On the other side of the deal, Kansas City's been the has the best record in the American League since the start of June. That's a good uh, good solid month there. And um, the article, uh, Kansas City Star, today or yesterday, they're not selling because uh, they're a half game out of first, so they're not going to sell. And uh, we've talked about them a lot here. I haven't talked about them a whole lot as far as their resurgence. They just couldn't hit all of a sudden. And does when, when you look at this team and you look at all the, the numbers that we look at and say, all right, we like this guy and we like that guy, they don't have any guys that we like. Uh <laughs> You know, Hosmer, we I, hate Hosmer. I think we like Lorenzo Cain. Lorenzo Cain's probably at the top of the list. We hate uh, we hate Moustakis. Well, I don't know if we hate. I hate I hate Uh Hosmer's no fun. Yeah, I he, hate Hosmer. He's garbage. Uh, all these guys. All these garbage guys. I and would say. somehow they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of, like, uh, pretty decent guys that can be good pieces on a, a decent team. Their bench is trash though and alex gordon's terrible and alcides escobar is ter- like how the how the so hell do terrible. they get away with guys like that in their lineup getting at bats and jesus they're just weighing them down and it doesn't matter it doesn't see they're they are the trump of baseball teams it doesn't matter what they do they win it doesn't matter they can do anything they can put vargas out there he becomes an ace their bullpen is trash their starting rotation is garbage it doesn't matter what they do they're in first place all of a sudden yeah, I don't know. Jesus, they um they Defies also logic. have uh, a a Mitchell uh, reference. They have a pitcher. We've we've noted this before, but their Eric Skoglund has more wins this year than the uh, the Ooh. Mitchell Eric Skoglund <laughs> with, with one. So with one, there's <laughs> there's that. But uh, they and they have Kevin McCarthy, another fun uh, uh, politician name. They have some weird guys. Anyway, um, Duffy and Vargas is a good one too. So. Uh, it's not like this is a team made up of total scrubs. I mean, Miner's well. awesome in the pen. Soria's uh, been okay um, or good. Uh, I know we neither of us likes this no. team, <laughs> uh, but they're overperforming. Uh, they overperformed after the vastly, last three years. They overperformed. Uh, they were underperforming though to start the season. They, and they turned it around. Well, were they? I mean, they were bad. I mean, they were hitting like under two hundred. So you would expect a team like that to be? Are they 10, 12 games under at one point? Yeah. Like they were playing as, as bad as any team. Yeah, I think um, they've had some guys who have been a consistent, like, okay. Like, Whit Merrifield's been a oh, consistent, like, he can get you hits and not strike out too much. Um, and, you know, uh, Sal Perez has been kind of a consistent player for them. And while those guys can maybe win you a game or two here or there, the rest of the guys were able to heat up. Um, but the long-term ramifications here are poor for uh for the royals because they're not going to sell at the deadline why can't they sign these guys they're not a big market hosmer apparently is getting a hundred million which is ridiculous oh he's getting more than that that's ridiculous um maybe they get a hometown discount of some sort why can't they keep uh two or three guys instead of saying well you know once we, we've talked about well maybe we pick one guy uh, to be the guy why can't they have all these i mean have a payroll for god's sakes of 120 some million we're over that i guess their owners probably can't handle it well jesus uh, if if you're gonna be this good with these with these crap players <laughs> I mean, what would you give Mustakis? what oh, would you man not 20. what he's going to get what i would give him and i would not feel comfortable with this at all 
I would generously, generously give him a five-year deal worth $50 million. Generously, I'd say. And I would not feel great about it. I would not feel good about that. I'd be like, hmm, I'm afraid this guy's going to get paid way too much. Wins are worth what? Eight? Eight million wins above replacement. Each one's worth like eight million on the on the open market. Not that they'd pay, not that anyone gets paid that, but uh, so let's say he's a how many years we're going five. So let's say on average he's a three win player. No, let's say on average he's a two win well, player here's, for here's, five seasons because he's going to regress obviously. So he's then he's had ten one, wins. So he, he was uh, I'd say I'd say you give him uh, five years, eighty million. And and you'd be very very comfortable. I would be very comfortable. Five with that. years, eighty million. I think his power will last. So, um, and, and then you can. He's a decent third baseman. You could move him to first in a few years, and he'd be fine there. Or DH. Um, I'd I'd say five eighty. I'd be very very comfortable with that. He's had one year over two WAR. This will be probably season number three. He's at one and a, Buxton is worth more WAR than he is now. Yeah, I think uh, Moustakis is going to get paid for his power. His on-base is garbage. His OPS is just not where you would assume it would be for a guy who's going to hit 40 <laughs> home runs. He's going to get more than $50 million if he gets a multi-year deal. If you are go- if you have to give him five years, I think you're going to get more than 50 But I think mo- I think some team's going to give him like three years and like uh, 45 or something. I don't want I wouldn't pay him more than $10 million based on what he's going to do. He's going to get way more than that. But I'm just going to laugh my ass off. I can't wait to see where he and Hosmer go. Hopefully they go somewhere else to see the ridiculous, the ridiculous contract thing. I'm going to laugh Well, Moustakis, you're right. He's only had, this is his second good season. So. He's not been good. He's not a good hitter. He's pretty bad. Uh, he's pretty uh, bad. He's a pretty above okay defender. Well, I'm not paying <laughs> $85 million for that. Well, yeah, I think he's going to get paid a pretty good amount. And his face. Just his face just pisses you <laughs> yeah, He might like, be the new Tashiro. I could go uh, with that. I, I agree with that. But he's going to get less than Hos- Hosmer's obviously going to get uh, substantially more. So Moustakis is 28. And Hosmer is 27, almost 28. Yeah. I'd be okay with Hosmer paying him a little bit more. I think yeah, he's going to get $100 million. I'd be more comfortable paying him maybe $75 million. Hosmer, uh, I'll tell you this. Hosmer is worse defensively at first base than uh, Moustakis is at third, which I feel like gets... Uh, He's a better hitter, though. Yes, Not as much yes. power, though. Yeah, and that makes me... I feel like that. I feel like Moustakis, he's big. I feel like his power is going to stay with him. Uh, Hosmer seems to rely on on-base ability, which is good, but with that being said, um, I just don't see... I just don't see him aging well. He doesn't have enough power, so he's going to be a kind of guy that like is a first baseman who's hitting ten home runs, like Joe Mauer, Doug Mankiewicz, yeah, or that. So any twin, so any twin. <laughs> I yeah, I I don't know. If it were me, I'd tell these guys, and and maybe you can hang on to nah nah. They, the last guy they signed in free agency was uh, resigned was Alex Gordon. So if I'm them, uh, history uh, has not been kind to them in that respect. So maybe don't. And uh, Dayton Moore said, uh, "Why or what was it Dayton Moore or the manager that said that? Uh, why would anybody think we were going to sell?" Oh yeah, I think it was Dayton. I mean, Moore. come on, come on, you were bad, you were bad. Yeah, and don't act like, oh yeah, we we expected to. Yeah, to if you lose games, you're win gonna... four out of every five games, or win uh, three out of every four. Yeah, we expected to play six fifty baseball here. No, you didn't. No. Yeah, they've been. Uh, 
they were so bad at the beginning of the season, everyone thought they'd sell because they're bad. You can't be that bad. Like the Blue Jays, I thought they'd sell because they were bad. And I still think they probably will. But uh, yeah, anyway, that was a stupid thing to say that, uh, like, you're you're making everybody not like you by saying that because... Yeah, I don't like them. It makes everybody feel like he's calling them stupid for thinking something well, that's obvious. Well, we'll come back here three years from now and we'll see who's stupid. Hey, he won a World Series with that team so well, here's here's the deal with uh what's his nuts the manager who's, who's terrible ned yost ned, yeah uh what, what i seem to remember from these two runs that they've been on the last couple of years uh we all remember the the one game playoff against oakland mm-hmm. john lester's on the mound they need what five outs to go they're up six to something they're up three four runs kansas city comes back and uh they win the world series after that dead to rights you play that game a hundred times they maybe win it ten if that they won the game, so I give them credit there. And then the next year, my Astros had them dead to rights. Uh, what was it? Uh, up two games to one or something. It's like the eighth inning at home in Houston. They're up two or three runs, and Kansas City comes back. They had them dead. They had them done. Houston was going to go to the championship series. Kansas City comes back in game four. Uh, they're down in game five early on. They come back in game five. Two miraculous comebacks two straight years and they win it two years ago so so damn lucky so damn fortunate yeah well uh they had the mighty lorenzo kane and mike moustakis and eric Hosmer. all these guys (laughs) those were their top three guys and uh, i guess you'd expect them to be but um yeah they overperformed and look where they are so it makes them have a little bit more confidence i think than they otherwise would have uh which might not be such a good thing because this could be a we've said it We've been talking about the Royals more than a lot of teams, uh, probably more than at least a third of the teams or two-thirds of the teams, but um, we say this a lot, but this is going to have some huge negative effects on their long-term uh, ability to contend, and uh, that's worrying if you're a Kansas City fan, I think. And I, I, th- I said last show, I think they're going to add a guy, and he's going to be great. Whoever they add, it's just going to it's just going to work out for them. Didn't work out for, well... In the end, it did for Quito. Yeah. So I guess maybe you're I think right. they're just going to add a guy, and he's going to work out. And like I said, they're going to give up nothing because they have nothing to give up. They say pitching, and uh, good luck because I don't see... How do they compete with other teams? How do they compete? How do they give a better offer than anybody else? Because, yeah, they don't have how? the farm system, and they can't take on the salary. So how do you make a trade? That's... The Twins, <laughs> I mean, the Twins, if you, the Twins blow them away, and the Twins don't have anything special to give the up they have more than kansas city everybody the Royals does. could do is they could go after relievers and just build a strong bullpen a really mm. strong bullpen um it's cheaper uh you could bring in like like three good relief arms and you could very easily contend on on a on a good bullpen of like six really good arms if so. only the team chasing them in the standings would listen to that <laughs> yeah well the I minnesota twins i don't know about that there we go. Uh, well, John Heyman's got a list of trades. I have not seen yeah, it's, these um, trades, which I, uh, I'm very excited about. Yeah, I thought they were pretty uh, ridiculous. Terrible. Um, there are a few that are okay, you know. So these are trade proposals. I don't even. Team or what yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't even care about who these teams get in return. I just wanted to see. You know, some of them are okay. I I just don't think like some of them. Some of them are not um these are ranked on possibility or i I don't even i didn't even look i just looked at the names i wanted to see which one i thought you you would think would be most realistic so 
and forgetting forgetting what the other team's getting because this they would be too much i just what the good the major league ready players are going to contenders so here we go quintana and tommy kane lead to houston oh my heavens good pickup for them yeah that's my a bit, heavens that's a bit much. both of them yeah it's a bit much count me in um david robertson and uh, anthony swarzak to the nationals good move for them that'd reasonable. be much needed here's where there would be people saying that's the best trade of the deadline because they help themselves the most because they help their weakness so they got both of those guys and they wouldn't be giving up anything for that yeah. here's where you start to think hmm verlander and 20 million still probably not enough salary covering for verlander to the cubs that feels no he's not been good i just don't i i just don't let's see how his era has been close to five you got shelled the other night yeah it's four nine six that's as about as close to five as you can get yeah the cubs i think there's there's better options out it's, there than that's verlander. what i thought too cheaper options and better options i'm like this is john Heyman trying to make waves here uh, Todd Frazier to the Red Sox. That's fine. I don't really Third see. Third base, they need... Uh, That's fine. Matt Adams to the Yankees. He he puts yep. these two here in the middle to like brace you for the next one, which I think is ridiculous. I, I know people are talking about this guy being traded. Josh Donaldson to the Cardinals, which... Cardinals. Which feels weird. They're saying... He's saying Alex Reyes in return, Tommy John recipient. And I say, oh, maybe that's good. But I just don't see Josh Donaldson being traded this year. The Blue Jays don't well, strike me as a team that's going to trade a star player. They're Buster, playing well. Buster only was talking. If they're trading Donaldson, they should trade Marcus Stroman. And I was like, what? Yeah, I don't know how those two equate to no. each other. Um, uh, apparently, I would assume Marcus Stroman is probably, they get more for him than any other player they have because he's still under control for like three or four more years. So, there is no reason to get rid of him. Just to bring that up, I thought was ridiculous. Yeah, I think. Well, that's what I wanted to bring up. These are some. The, that's these are the kind of things that you put in an article to get attention. So I wanted to see which ones you thought would be the most realistic. I have a feeling I know what the couple of them might be. Here's one that also strikes me as odd: Sonny Gray and Sean Doolittle to the Yankees. Okay. Too much, I think. J.D. Martinez to the Dodgers. Fine. Brad Hand to the Dodgers. Fine. But here. Sonny Gray, Josh Donaldson, Justin Verlander are not getting dealt at the deadline. That's what I say. Probably not, no. So we dream up these fun trade ideas, and they are fun, but most teams hang on to players, I think, right? Who's going to be the best player traded? The biggest name, the biggest player. Um. If, if, if Quintana's been this guy who's not pitched well, uh, is is he the biggest name? Because if he's the biggest name, it'd be like, eh, anybody out here better than him? He might not be the most famous. He's probably going to be best? the most valuable. I'd he's say. the best guy? Um, I mean, I think you could argue Robertson's more famous than he is. Um, honestly, I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jose Abreu get dealt. That'd mm. be a pretty big, uh, that'd be a pretty big name. Um, the Rockies could use a guy like him. I don't know where they'd put Mark Reynolds, but I think they'd find a spot for Mark Reynolds. Because um, the Rockies have all these pitchers, and I would like to keep all of these pitchers if I'm them. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, they have plenty of minor leaguers, though, that are, are decent, so they could trade those guys. And, and uh, Abreu doesn't, he, he's not super valuable just because he's not good at defense, uh, especially if you're trading him to a National League team. And uh, I don't think he has a ton left on his contract. 
But those are the kind of players I think would be more prone to being dealt, not these huge names. Um, Abreu, uh, that trade would probably be felt pretty pretty heavily in Chicago. They would not love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, this is a guy who uh, looks like he's whoa, yeah, he got him under team control for a while. Um, he's not very old. Is he thirty? Yeah, looks like he's an early pretty old. His earliest free agent year is because he's going to go through arbitration. Uh, is uh, twenty twenty? So after the twenty nineteen season, you still have him for two more years. Um, but he just seems to me like a guy who could get dealt because his war has gone from baseball reference war has gone from five and a half rookie season to 3.8 to 2.8 to 1.5. Uh, so he is regressing. Um, he seems like the type of player who could have a Movlon esque, mm. uh, balloon ishness, uh, you know, get pretty big, pretty fast, but I could see him getting dealt. I don't see the, uh, the white Sox competing while he's still there. So. Um, yeah, I just wanted to bring these stupid trades up because Josh Donaldson isn't getting traded to the Cardinals and you can hold me that good move for them. If he is, Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, that's why I think, I do think the the Cardinals aren't afraid to make some sort of crazy move like that. Um, and I really think they can compete and win that division. If the Cubs can stay bad, uh, the Cardinals have a chance. They, uh, Carlos Martinez, Mike Leake and and Lance Lynn and and Michael Walker are, are a pretty good four. Um, and if Wainwright can be anything, uh, that would help. But um, they have a pretty solid rotation and, and uh, a decent lineup. Matt Carpenter's awesome. Uh, Chad Jericho's awesome. So uh, I, I still think they could contend. But, um, yeah, these trades, I mean, come on. Furlander to the Cubs, no way. Donaldson what, to the what Cardinals. What team has the worst run differential in the American League? Oh, There's boy. There's two teams that are tied. The A's? And um, the Orioles? Yep. They suck. I was looking at them today. Wow. Well, I was looking at them for other reasons, but uh, the Jared Weaver Award winner. But Twins, the Twins should take three out of four from them. They should do that. They are so bad. They should be, run differential, they should be 34 and 50. So, uh, man, wow, are they bad. Like, it's it's shocking. Trumbo, bad, as, as so many people yeah. could have expected. Um, JJ Hardy's been awful. Manny Machado has been terrible. Adam Jones has been bad, which if they actually are, is kind of expected. If they are where they're at next year, are they going to trade Machado? Is that the, is that going to be the big storyline? Will they trade him? Will any team well, if he improves, go after him for three months? Every team will go after him. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's just a matter of him improving. Right now, he's not very valuable. Uh, the only player right now... The only two players right now on this team that are valuable are, are well, aside from Machado, of course, are Jonathan Scope and uh, Trey Mancini yeah, to, to look at hitters. But, um, man, they are so bad. All their players are bad, except for those two that I just mentioned. Um, it's shocking how bad they are. Um, and they're only four games under 500, so they are right there. Yes, they are four very, games much, back of the wild very much overperforming. They also, though, have a 5.07 ERA last in the American League. Um, which is so, so bad. Um, but that does transition us well, unless you have other things to talk about. Ubaldo. Ubaldo, Jimenez. who's your old player that's bad now and should uh, call it quits? Yeah, he. Uh, that that is him, Ubaldo, who has a fantastic name, but stinks. He has pitched four years in Baltimore with uh, to the tune of a uh, 5.01 ERA, which is... 
how does he still, why is he doing this? Why are they letting him do this? 91 starts over those four years and 103 games. So they're just letting him start um, 4.3 walks per nine, which is gross, and 1.2 homers per nine, also gross. Why do you think he is still pitching for the Orioles? It drives me crazy. I love it because he sucks, and they're in the Yankees division, obviously. But why is he still a starting pitcher for the Orioles? Go. Because they have nobody else, and they're paying him a lot of money. But that is why. If you... This has been going on for four years. He's, he's been bad every year he's pitched for them. Why didn't they... Why have... By now... Just get rid of him. Have they not either gotten rid of him or signed somebody to replace him and put him in the pen or something? He is worth more to you by not being on your team. You are a better team without him. Yeah, he's got to be a negative. Or how many player. innings How many innings has he thrown? Um, ooh, I didn't look at that. Let's see. I'll get it real quick here. Ooh, 530 ball- for Baltimore. Uh, just this year. Oh, this year... 78 and two-thirds. Bad also. 78 and two-thirds. Where uh, where does he rank here on the old list of folk? As far as war is concerned, Bronson Arroyo is the worst pitcher. Ubaldo is third worst. Matt Harvey, second worst. Matt Harvey, what happened? That's this year? Yeah. Yeah, Ubaldo's bad, negative half for baseball reference, mm-hmm. but he did have that one year in Colorado where he was amazing. So. That was a hell of a year for Nets. uh with yeah. 15 wins at the All-Star break or something. Yeah. He something amazing is what really it was. really good. And since that 2010 where he was a seven-and-a-half win player, he's basically just been an absolute train wreck, except for one year of the Cleveland baseball team. He was uh, 3-3 ERA. But, um, man, what a stinker he is. And I say replace him with anybody. I picked Alec Asher because he's just the next guy in line and their farm system's garbage. Uh, but the Orioles are also kind of in this this – this royal situation where um, their their long term pieces suck, and their guys that are going away soon, maybe um, like Machado particularly, um, are not ideal. Uh, the and difference, then, though, is they can spend some money. They have shown in the past they can spend yeah, a but little they bit. Spend it on power because that's yeah. a power park, um, which I get, but it's not a power park like. Colorado is um you can't have Chris Davis and Mark Trumbo and Seth Smith and Adam Jones that is too many strikeouts uh per plate appearance that's uh, just way way too many and uh Jonathan Scope is that way too so ugh, this is just a Machado this is just such a strikeout prone team I bet they're pretty high up there in strikeouts yeah or low yeah, 12th in the American League. I assume that's in the 12th, worst part. Worst, yeah. So, yeah, they this I I just don't like. I don't like what they do as far as signing power bats. Um not bringing in pitchers when they do bring in pitchers, they don't develop them well. Gaussman's been awful this year. Bundy's been okay. Um so I I just this this is a Jimenez is a is a good reason for me to look at Baltimore and they stink and we should shame them. That's what I say. Add him to the list. Baldo Jimenez, quit playing baseball. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, quick note. Um, oh, yes. How much money has he made? $65 million, so he's good. Also, the reason they should have gotten rid of him, he pitched that wild card game, uh, the, the infamous Zach Britton game. Last year? Yeah. How so, the hell was he? That's disgusting. How, yeah, how is he still on the team? I think it was team? okay... 
That's bad, though. That's still bad. Yeah, but that was yeah. That's a situation where you pitch zero innings, you blow a game, three runs, um, and your team loses what is probably yeah. He was the last guy in the game, wasn't he? No, because he he pitched three innings and then they put two more guys in. I oh, think right. afterward, Ugh. or not three and one. He pitched no innings, allowed three runs, and then two more guys came in. Um, I would have gotten rid of him after that, just based on principle and how bad he's been uh, before that. But Jimenez blew the Orioles last chance with this group, with this core group to make a world series run. And he's still on the team. They're still, they're still letting him be on the team. They deserve to lose. So there you go. This is his last year. Yeah. He's uh, he's done after this year. Can't believe somebody, I'm sure Kansas city will sign him or San Diego. Probably great in Kansas city. (laughs) He'll be an all-star closer. Pods will sign him and he'll be bad. No, he can't be a closer. He just walks too many guys, even still. Have you seen, by the way, speaking of walks, maybe we're going to have to add damn Dylan Batances to the Jared Weaver Award How did winner. he do uh, yesterday? I don't even know. I don't think, did he even pitch? I don't think he did. Yeah, he gave up the uh, the big, what was it, the four, the four walk game. Oh, that was yesterday. Okay. It's not it's, great. It seems like so long ago. I thought that was two Oh, was that is this, this four walk game, that other four <laughs> walk game? How many? Uh... 8.6 walks per nine right now is what he's at. That's so ridiculous. Like, how do you, how do you do that? I don't, I just don't understand. Too many walks. That's been his problem when, that was his problem when he first came <sighs> up. Yeah. And he, then he found it, and uh, now it seems to be a problem again, which is not good, because when he is on... Uh, he might be the best out there, but uh, he's not on right now. Still 16.8 uh, Ks per nine, but, I mean, geez, man. I I remember when he was coming up, there was a lot of excitement, but it's like, he'll never be anything. He was a starter, he was yeah, a starter right? Yeah, but uh, I remember when he's in Charleston in particularly, or particularly, uh, the he was just uh, wild, like crazy, and, and you're like, even if he goes to the bullpen, he's never going to be able to figure this out, and then he did. Um, took him a while, uh, but... I don't know. I, I wanted them to trade him last year because I thought you wow. could have got a lot of value out of him um, over over uh, Miller because I, I think you would have gotten even more than you got for Andrew Miller uh, for him. And you got Frazier and, and Justice Sheffield. But, and you end up with the better pitcher. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, not for as long, but you, you do. Um, and uh, <clears throat> But they they hung on to Batances, and, and I understand why they did that. But um, uh, Hindsight's twenty twenty, but he's an all-star he's an all-star he does not deserve to be not with that many walks per nine that's for sure that's it's worth noting that many walks per nine with like even a three era (laughs) that's pretty crazy you don't typically see that so uh, i guess good 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 job on on him for making this weird stat i suppose yeah it doesn't make much sense no it doesn't wins of the week a couple folks uh went through the first uh, three days of the week to see if there were any games where a guy won a game where he shouldn't uh, Padres shut out the Cleveland team, one nothing. Uh, Trevor Cahill went four four and a third shutout innings, uh, but that's all he went, so he doesn't get the win. So uh, Torres gets the win. He goes uh, two thirds of an inning, uh, and he gets the win there. Even though Cahill, if we're picking anybody from this game, he should have got the win because he pitched uh, the best. Yeah, he uh, didn't go five. Would innings. have pitched the best. What was it? Four and what? Four and a third innings of shutout baseball. Yeah, that's annoying. That's kind. Of, that's I don't. Lo- I do not like these starters have to go five. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Um, that's an easy one you could drop uh, without really offending anyone. I think. Um, you know, if a starter goes three, somebody else is probably going to go maybe just as many, and and that starter will probably have been bad. But if a starter goes four and something, it's not so bad. I don't think it's no. not great, but um, then that way, Mike, your, your Mike Fires is would get more wins. I think. 
There was a Yankees-Blue Jays game a couple days ago, uh, Stroman versus Tanaka. Tanaka pitched very well. He got the win, seven innings, one run. Uh, Stroman got the loss. He gave up two runs in five innings. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Um, he got the loss. Meanwhile, there's a, a guy in the bullpen, uh, Ryan Tapera. He gave up four runs in a third of an inning. Not good. He doesn't get anything. He should have got the loss there. Well, he does. He does get the uh, the shame in the in the wag of the finger. So uh, terrible. <laughs> that's what he gets. But nobody's going to see that uh, years and years from now. They're going to see the loss in Stroman's no. uh, uh, loss column when he's maybe making his Hall of Fame speech. You never know. There you go. Uh, Speaking of Tanaka, by the way, he's been good. Much better of late. Still over five ERA. But anyway, uh, Nationals Mets three two uh, Nationals win on Monday. Strasburg goes seven shutouts, gives up two hits, doesn't get the win. Uh, Albers gets the win. Matt Albers <laughs> gets the win because nice. he gave up uh, he gave up one run in a third of an inning. He blew a save, so he's the blown save guy. Third of an inning, one run, home run, throws six pitches, four and one on the year. That's the the, the blown save win is cheap. Very yeah. getting very close to our uh, win of the week here. Uh, White Sox A's from Tuesday, 4th oh, of what July. A, what a game. What a game that must have been. I have no idea what the score I was. I watched the ninth. Oh, boy. That's more than probably most, most on, people. I think it was on MLB Network they were showing it because it was 7-6, seven, seven, Oakland won. They were ahead 6-5. Uh, to five. Uh, Canely gives up a home run oh, no. to lose it. So Canely loses, gave up uh, the home run in a third of an inning. Meanwhile, big game James gives up six runs in less than five innings, so he nice. didn't get the loss. Nice. Uh, Casilla, Santiago Casilla, blown the save, gives up uh, three hits, one run in an inning. He gets the win. So uh, walk off there. He gets the win. And uh, win of the week. What uh, we, we had it here. We had it. Uh, it was uh, Adam Wainwright. Adam oh, Wainwright boy. had the, uh, he gave up something like six runs to Miami. Nice. In five nice. innings, but nice. uh, Jeff Locke was out there. <laughs> he gave up ten or eleven in two innings, so he gets the uh, he gets the win because the guy he was up against was twice as bad as he was. The rare uh, starter win of the week, yeah, for uh, for good old Wayno who has fallen to pieces. He has what a uh, what a shame. shame. He was on the uh, first getting old, which he was on a couple World Series teams for them, right? Am I th- he's on. They- he's been on all of them that they've been on, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, in 2013 that they lost, and in 2006 when they won as a reliever. Maybe you should go back to that. But Getting up there. What do I know? Yeah, he might he might find himself uh, winning some Jared Weaver type awards. He's been bad the last two years, very very bad. Uh, last year, a lot of the most hits in in the league. So uh, he he deserves a good win of the week award though. Best. Maybe, maybe he'll win some more. Could be. Best pitching staff in the American League. Numbers-wise, is Boston. Yeah. The lowest ERA. They have the uh, Kimbrel, who's having an amazing year. Which is a weird thing. You wouldn't think Boston when you think the best pitching staff, would you? Because they have, you know, because Sale's been uh, doing real well. Uh, Got off to a great start and has uh, settled down, but he got off to such a great lead that it's going to be hard to take the Cy Young from him. Uh, You've had David Price, who is getting, getting better. He's been okay. So if they get something from him, that's nice. And uh, Eduardo Rodriguez is still hurt, so he's been out for a quite quite some time here, a, a good uh, month and a half, two months. And uh, they also have uh, Drew Pomerantz, who's just a goddamn 
savant right now. Yeah, the mighty Drew Pomerantz. Uh, it was, what was it? Sports Illustrated had a thing today on him talking about how he's using his cutter more. He's using it seven or, yeah, six and a half percent more than he was doing it before, I guess. Really? Um, which isn't much, but I suppose adding a pitch like six that. Six and a half percent? That's it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that doesn't seem like much to me. So he went from like six percent to 12? He went from one and a half to eight. Oh, that's a hell of a jump. It is. Um, it's a notable one because adding, a, adding a pitch that, like that to your repertoire is good. I would like, if I'm, if I'm a pitcher like him, to throw that up to like 15 or 20, to be honest. But I was just looking at it, and this is, he's been a critical piece. You, you, th- he's the guy you'd want second, probably before Price, I would think, in, in a sort of uh, playoff setting. Why is that? Because um, Price is just shown he's prone to uh being terrible his walks per nine are bad his k's per nine are not as good as they usually would be his hits per nine are not that good either um he's just i mean he's fine price has been fine but he's also allowed seven homers and 47 he's innings. not better than pomerantz exactly and uh yeah i know he makes more money but uh, those three and maybe rodriguez is your four um those that makes a pretty good rotation um but Drew Pro- Drew Pomeranz is is the important guy here because um, I guess you would expect Rick Porcello to be good after winning the Cy Young. You he's ex- not. You would expect that, but he's and not. he's been bad. You would expect David Price with all his money that he's making to be fantastic, but he's not been that good. Rodriguez is hurt. You don't expect much from a 24 year old. Chris Sale's been great. You expect that. Uh, without Drew Pomeranz, this and and Stephen Wright's been a train wreck too. Uh, he's barely pitched. But without Drew Pomeranz, this team would probably have uh, a handful more losses this year. He's pitched 16 starts. They probably would have three, two, three, four more losses this year. Um, and yeah, he's been good in his career, but nobody really expected him to be like he's gotten a better. top dog for them, considering who's in the rotation. Um, so I, I think he deserves some credit as much as I hate that team. Um, but they didn't uh, bring him up, uh, so he, he gets some credit for that. But I thought it was interesting um, how good he's been this year and how much better he's been lately. But uh, what I thought was most interesting is this this really begs the question, uh, obviously Verducci did that curveball article a couple of weeks ago or a month ago, why don't more pitchers use a cutter? Look how successful it's been for Kenley Jansen or for Mariano Rivera or for Andy Pettit or CeCe Sabathia since he had to reinvent himself. Mm-hmm. Any, any of these guys that are finding these big big holes in their game or they're, or they're getting hit they had a cutter um and it helps they become substantially better if they can throw it um so you kind of wonder why guys and it doesn't seem to have any negative effects on your arm cons- compared to uh, other pitches um so you got to wonder why guys aren't doing this um i know six and a half percent is a big leap but maybe if you can if you are throwing cutters if you have it Maybe you add it up a little bit more, and you, you have this Drew Palmer in situation, and you become substantially better. Uh, I don't know. I just I wonder why more pitchers don't do it. I guess is what I'm kind of. That's my question here. I don't know if you're going to have an answer, but no. Do any do, do, twins do anything do an, different? Do any twins have? Do any twins throw a cutter? Let's check it. Take a, a peek, shall we? Uh, not off. Uh, not off the top of my head. I don't. Uh, it's not real. Uh, no. It's I, I just it's the kind of thing as a Yankees fan. No, I, mean, I mean, there's nobody. No, like Sabathia had to figure his career out after he lost a lot of velocity and um, just aged very poorly. And he added a cutter, and 
it really turned things around for him. Uh, he worked with Andy Pettit on that. Um, and Pettit pitched a long time because he had a good cutter. Kenley Jansen was a catcher for a long time. Uh, he started using a cutter. Now he's arguably the best reliever in baseball, maybe other than right now is Craig Kimbrell. But, uh, and then obviously Mariano Rivera, good cutter, obviously. If you can throw one pitch the whole time. Um, but it just makes you wonder, why don't more pitchers use this? <clears throat> if Drew, Drew Pomeranz can do it, why can't you? That's what I ask to all the pitchers in baseball. Bill Hughes would be the only guy that's got any, uh, and it's only at 7%. So. Yeah, he. Uh, I, you wonder, though, bumps that up. You wonder if he goes to the pen, moves that to more like a 15%. Move your finger a little bit. And uh, guys seem to struggle getting the barrel on that. So I don't know. This Sports Illustrated thing today just made me wonder, like, why don't more pitchers use this? Um, it does seem to be a successful thing. It seems more successful and easier from, from what I can gather, or maybe less less home run prone than a curveball would be. Um, so I, I just wonder why guys don't use it more and, and hopefully we'll see, um, more of a resurgence of this. Cause I, I know 10 years ago, the cutter was a big pitch. Uh, everybody thought everybody's going to move to that for mm-hmm. good. And then, and then it faded away really quick. Uh, so you kind of hope it would return. It's a fun pitch to see guys just make stupid hacks and foul everything off. So, um, that's embarrassing for them. But I don't know. Drew Pomeranz has been good. He deserves some credit this week. I don't know if we'll mention him again all year. So, Cutter, uh, let's see. This year, about 6%. All-time high is around 6%. So it's increased a percent or two from 10 years ago. It's basically tripled. So not uh, not used a lot, but uh, just a little bit there. So. It's it's a weird, weird thing. You, you know, it seems more effective on than a slider would be, I, I think. Um, if you're not using it as an out pitch, if you're just trying to get a get-me-over type pitch, you'd think people would want to use it. But I just don't get it. Uh, maybe it's harder to throw than I suspect, but uh, it seems like it's easily taught to people that are good already at pitching, um, have good good command already. So I don't know. I was just wondering. I, I just kind of was curious if any twins were throwers. Not really. I know, and no. that's the thing. The twins allow a lot of that. Yeah. hard contact, and I guess I wonder, like, what I, I wonder what percentage of, of heavy cutter guys th- allow a lot of hard contact. I should have looked at that before. Is there a correlation here. there? There's got to be, right? It seems like a hard pitch to get good, solid contact on, uh, unless you're like Aaron Judge or Stanton or something. But um, yeah, I don't know. The Red Sox desperately needed this, though. They desperately needed Drew Pomeranz to be a good pitcher because. I don't suspect David Price to hold up, and he's going to be another one of those guys that this could easily be a uh, uh, Jason Hayward-type contract, I think, down the road. Who? David Price. Who's Oh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, not good. He's what? still good enough, but, yeah, if he... He's good can, enough, but this is a 30 continues million on this trend. Dollar. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, 31 in 20... 30 next year, then 31, 32, 32, 32. And those, there's no... There's an opt-out, but he's not going to take that, so... Um, Good luck, Red Sox, because you got to pay David Price. Bad. Mid-season awards seem like it's pretty cut and dry. It's like Chris Sale in the American League, mm-hmm. uh, people like Scherzer in the National League. Unless Alex Wood can keep it up. He's not on the All-Star team. I don't know why. If he puts up like a 17-0 season, he's going to have to win. Oh, 17 wins. My God. Well. 
His area is like 1.67. I mean, that's well, that will get the voters excited. The wins, but uh, his numbers are the same. I guess I should as, say if he puts up a 17 and 0 season, yeah, he's gonna win. <laughs> Keiko, like his his numbers are comparable to Keiko, and they've both uh, missed uh, quite a bit of time. So I think he should still be on the All Star team. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I agree. But he isn't. Yeah, and that's uh, Dodgers pitchers. Uh, I mean, Rich Hill's pitching well, and I just, I, I just, they're, I just don't know how long they're gonna hold up. Like, do you, do you think Rich Hill's not going to be on the DL again before the year's out? I think, I think it, Rich Hill's going to be on the DL multiple times yeah. before so, the year's I mean, out. Who's, I mean, you got him, you got, uh, and if Alex Wood can keep it up, that gives you a pretty good one-two punch. But uh, who's who's number three? If Brandon McCarthy, is he going to continue this? I don't think so. One of them will. Or if it's Ryu or... Can Maeda find something again here? Yeah, one of these guys will be good. I think they're going to trade for, think. they got to trade for a guy, I think. Well, they were, uh, no, they were Brad Hand. Brad Hand, he was a failed starter. Maybe throw him back in the rotation. Yeah, Brad Hand's going to be a guy. I think one of these guys, uh, I think one of these guys is going to be good. Gotta I figure it out? Yeah, I think one of them is going to be like a consistent uh, three. I think Rich Hill, if he's healthy in the playoffs, you're going to want him starting in the playoffs. He's a, he's a good pitcher. Um, and McCarthy, if he isn't injured too bad, I think that would be a, a good guy for you too. But um I think they'll be fine with just a couple. I, I, Yeah, though, I agree. They should probably look for a starter and somebody who's not uh, this left-handed pitcher they're always in search of, like Casimir or uh, whatever, Hill. Another guy who's hurt. Yeah, well, uh, they need to find, like, a healthy <laughs> one of those 200 innings types that Burt Blylovin apparently loves yeah. so much. Uh, that's what they need. A righty, maybe, a guy with, like, boring mechanics. Or Quintana would be a good... Um, Get Scott Feldman. Let's get the Scott Feldman for oh, L.A. train. Yeah, well, if you want him. <laughs> uh, Aaron Judge, I really don't see how he's not MVP. I yeah, mean, he's the MVP. He's the MVP in National League. Uh, yeah, a little bit more of an interesting race. I'm sure a lot of people like Harper, but I would go with uh, Goldschmidt. Even Joey Votto would be there as well. Yeah, go, yeah, I'd go Goldschmidt too. Um, a little bit of a closer race there in the National League and the Rookies of the Year have uh, have been decided as well so judge and bellinger there you go so not uh, much for the the races maybe something will tighten up here uh cory kluber he's been pitching great for the last few weeks came off the dl i think he's a guy that could challenge sale at the end of the year and uh, i think sales getting 300 strikeouts yeah i think you might be right he's kind of kept up on that uh 12 k's per nine i i couldn't see him keeping up on that track he's gotten better yeah, well, good for him because uh, <laughs> he proved me wrong, and I hate it. I hate Chris Sale. He, what a perfect fit he was for the Red Sox because I like the way he pitches, uh, but he just uh, ugh, I do not like the personality that Chris Sale is. Come on the podcast, Chris Sale. Defend yourself. <laughs> okay. uh, but, yeah, he's going to get his stupid 300 Ks. And <laughs> he's at 166 right now. so He's been good. I, I'll give him that. He's been good, and... Uh, how great is it when you actually when you make a trade and a guy continues to be as good as they were? It's easy, yeah. It's very nice. Um, man, I that think doesn't always happen. Rarely. Who's, who's the best pitcher? I mean, between Scherzer, Kershaw, and Steele, I think there's a art. Those three guys. I think you could debate this down to the bone. I think it is close. I think it is very. You could go, you know, any one of three ways. You could you could sway me. Scherzer has the best ERA. Sale Sale has the worst. I'd be more prone to go to those other guys and put Sale at number three right now. My gut 
without using any numbers, uh, the old school baseball method, my gut says, I want Clayton Kershaw on the hill. That's what I just, I feel like that's what you want. You want yeah. a guy who has a crazy good mix of pitches like that, and uh, that's what I'd want. Um, but that's just gut reaction. They've all thrown about 120 innings. Uh, Scherzer, he may get 300 strikeout as, strikeouts as well. He's only three behind. Uh, Kershaw's tailed off from his previous years, but he's still amazing. Uh, yeah, Scherzer or Kershaw, I would go with either of those two guys. I would put Chris Sale number three. I would too. Scherzer's given up the or Kershaw's given up the home runs this year, 17, so that's way too many. Uh, walks are the same. Uh, Kershaw or Scherzer's given up about 20 fewer hits than those other guys, but the runs are about the same. So there's not much difference between the runs. Um, so yeah, either, either guy, you can make a point for either guy in a number of different categories, but I would go Scherzer, Kershaw, Sale. Uh, sale three, those other guys toss up. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Sale would be third. I don't know. He just feels like he feels more prone to a bad game, too, uh, than the and other. And he's two. given up five more earned runs than Kershaw, 10 more than Scherzer. So that's a bit of a difference. There's a good case for Scherzer being the best right now, but uh, I, I just like Kershaw until something bad happens to him, I guess. Uh, but Kershaw just feels the safest, I think. Um, especially because his 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 game, not that we're looking at long-term, we're looking at now, I guess, but his game is definitely going to age significantly better than a yep. velocity-based pitcher like Scherzer or Sale. So, um, He'll be good for a long time yet. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that I know he gets injured uh, kind of uh, regularly, but um, he, se- he seems like he could pitch till he's like 44 or 45, I think. Will he want to? Probably not, but uh, he definitely could, I bet. There have been other guys like Garrett Cole's been talked about as possibly being traded which I think is ridiculous. Um, Andrew McCutcheon is playing like he used to for the last month, so mm-hmm. I would definitely trade him. Oh yeah, for because sure. Because I, you know, this he's back to the way he used to be. So if, uh, he's a guy that nobody's been talking about as far as trade bait is concerned, and uh, he'd be an exciting piece to be out there. But uh, I'm keeping Garrett Cole. I'm not uh, letting him go. Yeah, they need controllable controllable pieces who don't cost a ton. Uh, I think Garrett Cole would be a guy you'd want to hang on to. And I think they will. I don't think they're that stupid. So uh, I don't think they're stupid at all, in fact. So I think they probably will hang on to him. Um, but yeah, McCutcheon, you you should give up. Um, and uh, Brian Giles is retired, so they could probably bring him back as a, as a fill-in. Brian um, Giles, not right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's okay. get good on base percentage, man. Get it going. still get a walk or two. But uh, yeah, McCutcheon, out. Meadows play, and then Marte will be back uh, soon enough. Back in a couple weeks. So uh, I don't think they'll need McCutcheon anymore. Best record in baseball is Houston, 58 and 27. They're great. How many wins they end up with? Oh, man. I don't even know how many games are. They're on pace for overall just over 100. I'll say 99. They're not going to get 100. No. Oh, my heavens. I think 99. Let's see, 682 winning percentage. They strike me as a team who's going to put a lot of guys on the DL uh, for rest. They are on pace for 110 wins. Okay, I'll say 99 still. I'm telling you, they're going to put, like, they're going to be the type of team. Well, they're so deep that I don't think it's going to matter. Well, that might be true. Uh, Derek Fisher is good. Josh Reddick's having a good year. Josh Reddick is a good player. So that's probably why. But uh, 
Carlos Beltran, by the way, he was very close to. Could we be hearing his name coming up? Yeah. This has got to be it for him. He was bad. Uh, he's been bad. <laughs> I got. I got to come up with a guy next week. So he's been bad. Well, maybe he's your guy, but uh, it's getting harder. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd say ninety nine. What do you say? What do you think? Since since Seattle went crazy, two thousand one. Mm-hmm. What one hundred and sixteen wins? Mm-hmm. Since then. The 04 Cardinals have the most wins in a season. Really? They won 105. Well, they had uh, some very good hitters. So. That was a team that uh, lost to the Red Sox. So 105 wins is the most. Uh, Houston, four years ago, four years ago, Houston lost 111 games. You think, four years ago. You think they win 111? Games? Wouldn't that be great? That would, would that be. not be great? I think they win 103. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they'll get 105. Um, They're on pace for 110. They don't strike me as a team that's better than those Cardinals in 2004. Am I? I don't remember. But is their division worse than the Cardinals? So they can beat up on all these. The awful 2004 teams. Cardinals got to play the 2004 Pirates and the 2004 Brewers. So I don't know. Those can't. those teams can't be as bad as those two teams probably were, right? 2004. Take a gander. Yeah, I'm going to 2004. Uh, Houston was pretty good that year. 92 wins. The Cubs won 89. Uh, you know, Reds were a 76-win team. Pittsburgh at 72. Milwaukee at 967. There wasn't uh, terrible, terrible teams, but they had two teams of right around 90 wins. But, uh, yeah, Houston at 105. Uh, St. Louis at 105. It was the it was the Brewers and the Pirates. You like you had to, those teams had to be just crushed by the Cardinals. You think because those two teams were awful in the in the early two thousands, and then they got to play the Expos and the Mets and the Diamondbacks and the Rockies, who all were just terrible. Uh, so maybe that league was just bad. I think, um, but I'm gonna look at these two thousand four Cardinals and see if that uh, holds up. St. Louis versus Milwaukee that year. This is 2004. They play, what, 18, 19 times? What do you think they did? 15 wins. Nine and eight. Wow. Nine and eight against the worst team in your division. Still win 105. It's good. What about the Pirates, though? 12 and five. Hmm. They didn't kill folks. They must have beat up on some of the other teams, but this was a mighty team though jim edmonds crazy good albert pools obviously crazy good scott Rowland, crazy they had three of the better hitters of the 2000s on this team um plus uh mediocre rotation <laughs> it's a good bullpen though so um they were 14 and 5 against the reds this is a weird team to win 105 games they yeah uh, run differential they should have hit 100 so Overperformed a little bit, but still under-win team. When you're getting to that level of wins, though, that's starting to get to be a lot. Do I win 100 games? Do I win 105 games? Yeah. Well, what did the Cubs do last year? 100 and... 100? 102? Man, the Cardinals. That's a weird team. That wasn't like an like earth-shattering... I was surprised when I went through this thing. I thought maybe there'd be a Phillies team in there. Uh, Cubs, 103, so they were close. Pretty good. Yeah, they were very close, but uh, not not quite there. But 
the Astros could do it. This, I mean, this is a good enough team that they could easily win 105 games. It's not like that's way out of the realm of possibility. Or the Dodgers could win 105 games. I, I don't think that's out of the this realm. This could of be the best uh, Dodgers most wins have ever had. Could be this year. They are uh, very, very good. I, I mean, helps to have Clayton Kershaw. Um, by the way, 2004 Dodgers, 93 wins, lost to the Cardinals in the playoffs mm. with uh, Eric Gagne and Paula Duca. So. Mm. Uh, there's that series this week at the Brewers uh, got Jim Nelson and Tanaka on Sunday oh boy I'm sure the stadium will be packed to see Jim Nelson <laughs> yeah Red Sox and Rays Braves Nationals uh can I interest you in Padres Phillies Rays reminds me Florida sports fans Florida baseball terrible fans. I wanted to point this out before we final vote for the all-star game was right before how'd we they got do? on how they do both last, uh, Justin Bohr and, and awful Logan Morrison, who hates Gary Sanchez for some reason, um, didn't want him to be in the home run derby. Uh, but both last. And it makes you think. When you think of fans who, or Here? you think of teams who don't have many fans, you think of the Marlins and the Rays. I mean, those parks are empty. Um, so it got me thinking, is baseball not popular in Florida? Uh, did people not play baseball in Florida? And you're, no, that can't be true. So, and it's not. 426 players are f- born in Florida. That's ninth in the country, ninth highest. Um, some of the names include Steve Carlton, Gary Sheffield, Andre Dawson, Chipper Jones, Tim Raines, Chris Sale, Josh Donaldson, Manny Machado, Fred McGriff, Andrew McCutcheon, Dwight Gooden, Zach Greinke, Anthony Rizzo, on, 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 and on. So, why don't these two teams have any fans? They're usually not good, but even when they've been good, the fans haven't shown up. And uh, I think it's uh, Florida in general. Like, Dolphins uh, don't get great attendance. Magic. Who the hell, who the hell goes bad. to Orlando to watch sports? You go to Disney, I think, yeah. right? So um, Just a bad place. Jacksonville. Obviously. Bad place geography-wise. But then there's uh, Gators and the Seminoles. Yeah, college sports. They go nuts uh, for college sports. Maybe it's more of a college. Like... You just look at the South in general with football. That's football true. is king, and you look at uh, pro sports, not so much. There's no – what are the biggest pro sports teams uh, south of Tennessee? I mean, Alabama doesn't have any. I think Atlanta sports are a yeah, joke. Nobody cares about Atlanta. So Terrible. Uh, Charlotte, I don't know. Um, yeah, east of Texas. I think you're right. but Whatever it is. what That's what's frustrating, though. All these star, like – like star yeah. hall of fame level guys and, and a lot of guys who have put up like some of the best seasons of all time like some of tim Raines' seasons were crazy good dwight gooden obviously had some of the best pitching seasons ever um gary sheffield is one of the more underappreciated players steve carlton's obviously some of the best pitching seasons ever you wonder why uh, nobody really cares about- and you look at uh outside of the dolphins they didn't have professional sports before 1988 which is also very weird. Dolphins are the only team. Tampa's been, or Buccaneers were around there, I guess, in the mid-70s. But outside of uh, two NFL teams, they didn't have anybody until the Magic came in 88. I mean, look at that. And I guess maybe that's the thing. Um, the uh, It's weird. Like, for whatever reason, all this expansion, they never touched Florida until late. Yeah, it is very weird. What um, would Magellan think? <laughs> or... Uh, yeah, I don't know. What's the other guy? Uh, Amerigo Vespucci. Didn't he go to? Didn't he go to Florida area? Hey, Maybe look at not. This. I don't know. It's hot down here. Yeah. Well, apparently nobody likes baseball down there, or 
maybe nobody likes first baseman. Could be Bohr. Well, Morrison get bent. I can. I mean, his name is Bohr. I guess I can't under. I can't. I had Logan. Logan Morrison start. should be on this team. He should be on the All Star team. He should be in the Home Run Derby. He's officially become a uh, hated player in Good. my world uh, for being mad about who is picked and accepts an invitation to something. That's ridiculous. Don't get mad at somebody who accepts an invitation to something. That's not their fault for getting picked. And that's what Gary Sanchez said. Mustaka shouldn't be on this team, shouldn't be in the Home Run Derby. It sounds like, to me, if it were up to you, Mustaka shouldn't be in this country. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's get worse. Out. I don't know what's worse at this point, uh, but send him somewhere whatever else. The, whatever the answer is, whatever the question is, what's worse, the answer is Mustakas. Yeah. Send that's him to Florida. Worse. That's maybe, maybe he won't be loved there. Mm. But, uh, I don't understand what the Royals, I don't know what their deal is with getting players in the all-star game they their fans vote maybe they got nothing better to do but i can't i can't believe that they've got better things to do in kansas city right than vote on uh i don't know i've never been there little known fact about chris sale he's from florida yeah uh other known fact a more obscure fact first baseball game he attended was the first game in ray's history march 31st of 98 it was a birthday gift from his uncle Oh, well, uh, maybe he should go play for the Rays if he likes him so much. He should. The Devil Rays, by the way. Old school. Yeah, which was a stupid um, name. Who thought, who in the world thought that was a, and the Marlins, what a stupid. Fish. (laughs) Yeah, who cares? Dolphins. Yeah, what's, I know it's Florida, but. uh, Heat. Magic. Disney World. Lightning. Regionalized. Lightning. uh, Thunderstorms. They like their. uh, Hurricane Miami. They like their weather and they like their uh, South Florida. Bulls doesn't quite fit. No, got to um, do better than that. Bulls. Yeah, their logo is pretty decent though, so you got to give them and unique colors—a weird, green. weird green and black. So Buccaneers, credit for that. Uh, Royals are at the Dodgers, so let's uh, sweep. That's too much blue. Sweep the Royals. Yeah, I don't know if they. Yeah, they probably will. <laughs> sweep the Royals. Who do the Twins have this week? That's a Baltimore. Good... I said take three oh, okay. out of four. Take three out of four. Um, Sunday afternoon, one ten start. Ubaldo versus Kyle Gibson. Oh no! <laughs> All about tw- how many runs? Yeah, about twelve combined ERA in this one. Jeez. A little over twelve. That is just bad. So I expect a three-one Twins loss. <laughs> well, O's bullpen's pretty good, so I can see Kinsler blowing it. Sure. So yeah. how do you spend the uh, All Star break? Do you go down south? Or do you go up north? Me? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I he has an own, own I personal vacation. I wasn't elected uh, to the to the All Star game, and I won't be umping. Uh, I see Angel Hernandez will be, uh, but I won't be umping, and I won't be uh, covering it. So uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll go to uh, a Davison County Commission meeting or mm. something. So does uh, your does your county? Okay, you got four days without baseball, basically. Uh, does that like all right? Good break. Whatever you pay attention to during the week. Um. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't love it. So <laughs> I don't care about the all-star game. It's so long, uh, and I don't care about the home run like derby. It's 12 and, innings this year. They're going to go 12 innings. <laughs> yeah, well, it might as well be like 30 innings. I would like to see a long, like a literally like a 14-inning all-star game. What they need to do is they need to make it like 25, actual 25-man rosters, and like starters play like six innings. A real game. And what they need to do is the winner, whoever wins every arbitration eligible player with more than like a year and a half service time should get like a $25,000 bonus in that league. That's what they should do. A million dollars. That's a bit much. I feel like there are more arbitration level players, but that would be a way to make it like 
players are serious about winning. They're like, man, we need to get money for our for our guys who are getting underpaid. Or everyone in their minor league system gets uh, in the American League gets like uh, fifty bucks. Or fifty like that. bucks. You know how much? You know how hard players would Not play if much. they knew every. I guarantee it. But yeah, give them like twenty five thousand for every every arbitration eligible player for the league that wins, and players will play hard. I guarantee it because there'll be some that are. Like it should, uh, you know, um, with the revenue sharing, things like that, whoever wins like the World Series should get the most. Give teams incentive to win. Uh, well, I guess the way you do that is the revenue sharing teams, the whichever one goes the furthest. Gets a little bit more. Yeah. Give Kansas City incentive more so than being stupid. Hell, if Kansas City gets there, they get an extra half million dollars or not extra million dollars and if they win around they get an extra couple million dollars whatever it would be yeah no, it'd be uh so the twins can say screw you twins you don't uh, even try <laughs> you're gonna lose out on millions of dollars and well uh, anyway the point here money is an incentive to be serious um and i think that would be an interesting way to make this game serious uh would be to involve money for the underplayed players um who are good, you know? So, like Mike Trout, when he was getting stupidly oh. underpaid and was an all-star, he'd probably want to win. I know you have money coming into you in, in the future, but anyway, that'd be more interesting to me if there if there were, like, real incentives on the line where players were, like, playing, like, Chase Utley sliding into second base. Not like that, mm. but playing with that intensity, I would say. Um, and not doing that, of course, but, yeah. So I won't be watching the all-star game. I can assure you that. I think I'll watch it. Who's your, uh, who's your, who are you going to root for? AL, I assume? Yep. Always your, the American League. And your twins, whoever's... whoever's Irv. Irv. And Sano. Sano wins home run derby. Uh, Irv wins the game. And, With his uh, one-third of an inning, hopefully. Like, MVP. Uh, two runs. Uh, <laughs> no, MVP is uh, whoever. MVP is Sano. Yeah, okay. Go all twins. Maybe it'll be Irv. Maybe you'll get a, a complete nope. game shutout, as, as you love to hear those two. Uh, he had combined. one. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> Just broke the uh, the recording device here. Another uh, shutout for Irv last night. He has four of them. He has more than every other team. Shutout? Yeah. Or yeah it was a complete <laughs> game. Two runs given up. Uh, more complete games than uh, any other. No no team has four. It's like, when, He's did, got when did two runs become Scorekeeper went back, took away the runs. Okay. And they did. Two runs, two under. They lost, right? right? Two to one. Yeah, oof, that sucks. Ugh. Fourth complete game of the year. First one that wasn't a shutout. I can't so. blame them for wanting your starting pitcher to go the whole game with that bullpen, though. It terrifies me. I wouldn't want to do mm. it. It's like when Dylan Patances comes on the mound. How many walks is he going to give up? 10 or 15? I, you never know. Could be in between. Yes. One final point that uh, doesn't uh, go with anything else. Uh, Annabelle Sanchez has not been terrible for the past couple of weeks. Whoa, I never would so, have expected that. Where is he? He's still in the Tigers? Like, he's got a, a $5 million buyout, so I suggest um, Detroit should use that option. Yeah, I think you're probably right. If I were... Uh, Instead of paying um, him $18 million. Yeah, it's probably good. The old, uh, the old Matt Cain route is going to be the same way yep. this offseason. Good for him. I'm proud. I have pride in him. He's gone five or six innings these last three or four starts. Had a good win against the Giants today. So. And uh, he used to be on the Marlins. Uh, any update on Dontrell Willis? What, what's he up to? Or Nothing. Okay. Still talking on the TV. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he should pitch in the All-Star Well, something game. that uh, we forgot to mention. We're, we're running out of time here. These sponsors are going to eat us alive. Oh, no. Um, Hunter Green may not sign. Really? I didn't see that. I think they got a deadline of what? 
Friday, maybe? Nah, it'll get him. Not worried. What if he doesn't? So is life. He, then he'll probably go to San Diego or the Giants next year. Yeah, whoever's bad. And he's the from, White Sox or something. I'm sure uh, he's from Southern California, and those oh, are two, love it. He'd love two it. teams from California. Uh, if he goes to the Giants, what a fantastic. Maybe he would not have gone to the Twins. Maybe the Twins couldn't have even, even signed him. Oh, I doubt they could have, probably, right? So maybe good job of not taking this guy. No. Well, yeah. Well, if he ain't going to sign with it, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, from the Twins' perspective, but from the Reds' perspective, no. Hunter they, Green, we'll see. And they, the, had to, they had to take him, And right? if he does, Reds get a first-round pick again next year, so they would have two uh, pretty high picks. Yeah. Um, They'll take him again next year. It hasn't worked out well, though, for guys that do that. Uh, Brady Aiken is one, and then Mark Appel. So... They both stink. Big names, not doing anything. Right. So if he does that, I would say odds are Look out. bad for him. So don't do that, Hunter Green. I, I, uh, I don't advise it. Well, Hunter Green, we'll see if he signs next week. All-Star break. We'll be back uh, about 10 days from now. Evan Hendershots, Travis Krins, 2080 Baseball Podcast.